So is the BRRRR strategy dead in Texas? For those of you that don't know, BRRRR stands for buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and then repeat. Is the BRRRR strategy dead in Texas? No, it's not dead. It's far from it. The problem is the way that you understand the BRRRR strategy might be dead. So we've been very spoiled in, in being able to buy properties that we were able to, after we renovated and rented it, refinance either all of our money or even more of our money back, get some profit out of that and rent it out with cash flow and equity, right? The market has shifted since then. So in this video, I'm going to show you what shifted in the market. So you're better prepared when things shift again and how it is that you can buy cash flow and properties moving forward. So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. If you're new to the channel, my name is John Barbera. I'm the host of an investor's journey where I specialize in single family residential here in San Antonio. I coach people one-on-one -on -one that are looking to scale their business to add systems, hire people and really grow their, their revenue. And I share with you lessons learned strategies that are working in today's market, everything that's working for a student, what's not all the techniques, everything that's working today. So if you're new to the channel, consider subscribing. I drop a fresh video every single week. And if you want to learn more about either the coaching or you have some questions about possibly how to analyze a deal or strategy or something like that, just text the word YouTube to 210-794-9898. It's a direct line to me. Ask me anything you want. We can talk about whatever it is that you want. I'm here to help you. This is why I drop all this content every single week. So what happened to the market? Well, here's all the things that kind of went wrong <laughs> in a way. So last year we were having high home prices. These high home prices really hit home at the start of this year when the taxes got done. So when the taxes got done, everybody's tax bill went up drastically. If it wasn't your homestead and you were an investor, you felt that high insurance costs. Some areas insurance has gone up by 40%. That is a massive jump in insurance costs. So that also killed a lot of cash flow. And then we have slow rent increases. So slow rent increases. I was looking at a stat that they say rents take about two to three years to really catch up. So you're looking at these massive home prices that you're buying a house way the hell up here, but your rents way the hell down here. So to cash flow that with these new taxes and insurance costs makes it very, very hard. It makes you needing to get a hell of a deal. Not just a standard 80% deal, which is what a lot of people were used to. Now you need to get a much better deal than that. And this is where it's creating an issue for a lot of people, because as a wholesaler, let's say you're buying your deals from wholesalers, they can make more money now by wholesaling to a fix and flip investor than to a buy and hold investor. 
So let that sink in. Like that, that's that's crazy. That's hurting you, right? As a buy and hold investor, we used to be a lot more competitive because we could pay 80% of value minus repairs, where a fix and flip investor needed to buy at 70% minus repairs. Now, as a buy and hold investor, you need to buy even lower than the 70%, because if not, if you want all your money back out, you're not cash flowing. It's very hard to cash flow on these properties. So this is where the holdup and the problem has been. So as rents continue to increase, we're going to see that discrepancy tighten a little more. We're seeing home prices not increase as rapidly as we were. So rents are going to catch up. And as soon as they do, we're going to be back to that kind of market. This is why I share that data, because we will be back. We will be back there. This is all cyclical, but you need to understand what's been happening. Also, another thing that affects slow rent increases is you have a tenant in place and you're going to renew their lease and maybe increase the rent 50, 100 bucks and they stay in place. Well, that increase doesn't hit the market. So nobody sees that you increase the rents. So when you're running comps and everything like that, you're not seeing what the real values are. So one of the things that we were doing, uh, instead of looking at comps, we were looking at what's actively for rent in those areas. So if we saw a house being rented for 1600 and it was off the market, like within a week or so, then we would push our rents higher because obviously that price was very desirable. So we would push our rent higher to 1650 or 1700. So that's how we started playing with the market a little bit we will still run our numbers at the 1600 but then when we were ready to rent we will push the numbers just to see where the actual market was sitting at so it's a little bit speculative but it's not risky because our numbers are still being ran at the 1600 that we know it would rent for so i hope that makes sense again if you if this doesn't make sense or anything just drop a comment let me know and i'm more than glad to explain it even further so how to buy these properties the first thing you can do is leave more money in the deal. What do I mean by leave more money in the deal? You can buy a house and compete with a fix and flipper by buying a house that's 70% of ARV. But what it's going to mean is that in order for you to cash flow is when you refinance, you're going to have to leave some money in the property. Depending on the price of the home, you might this might mean 20, 30, 40 grand that you're going to leave into the house just so you can cash flow a decent amount. Is this wasteful? Of course not. It's real estate. I mean, this this money is pretty secure in this properties if you're going to hold it long term, right? So it's not a bad strategy. And at the end of the day, remember what we said, rents are going to go up. So you're going to get even more cash flow as time goes on. And as well as prices go up and equity buy down keeps happening, you're going to be able to refinance that money back out at some point soon. But right now, if you want to compete, this is kind of the area that you got to compete in and you got to look for. The good thing with this, what I like about this strategy now is by buying with a higher margin as far as like a 70% deal, you're able to renovate the property correctly. Where before, buy and hold investors weren't really renovating them as they needed to. They were renovating just to get them rented out. And this created a lot of risk when it came time to needing to sell because you had equity but you needed to do a full rehab to capture that equity. So it really chewed into that. So now you're in a much better position because you're buying with the rehab already factored in. So you can do that level of rehab in the house and have a house that you don't have to touch for the next five to maybe 10 years, depending on the quality of the rehab. So you're, this will turn out to be a really good investment. 
And again, real estate is not a short-term game. If you're looking at it in six-month increments, you're going to lose out. These are five, 10-year goals that you got to have with these types of properties because that's where the money is made. Any big investor that has wealth in real estate, they're holding on to properties forever for as long as they can, because the longer they hold on, the more money they make on these properties. So you got to shift that mindset of, you know, what it was before to what it is right now. So you can keep picking them up. Sitting on the sideline is not an option because guess what? Property prices are going to continue to rise and so will rents. So it's only going to cost you more money later to get into it right now. It's still the cheapest it's ever going to be for you to buy a property. Can the stock, can the real estate market tank? Maybe if everything else tanks, but the real estate market is still very strong, at least in Texas. Demand is very high. There's more and more people move in here. There's more and more demand for housing. We are seeing complexes, neighborhoods, everything going up like crazy everywhere because we have such a shortage of inventory. So this is causing for demand. So I don't see home prices really tanking. We've seen in some speculative areas where they've corrected, but in the areas that make sense for rentals, we're not seeing any drop at all. We are still making money on all of our properties. The next area that we're seeing opportunity is looking to lower end areas, section eight housing. Now, a lot of people have their misconceptions about section eight homes, thinking that you're in the slums or you're in these, uh, you know, um, really bad areas, but section eight is actually not that bad. It's very hard to qualify for section eight and it's, it's very scary for the person to lose section eight because they need it. Right? So it actually creates for a pretty decent tenant for a lot of your properties. And in a lot of the section eight, they cover like 90% of the rent is guaranteed by the government. So not bad. If you heard me speak about this before in, um, in, in prior videos, like coffee with the Johns and stuff like that, I've said the government's going to be our number one tenant. As we become a renter nation, they're going to have to do this. They're going to have to step in and start paying for a lot of the low income rents. So you're going to have the government being one of your number one tenants. It's not a bad place to be. You know, it's pretty much guaranteed rent. You might not have tremendous appreciation, but you're going to have really good cash flow. So I wouldn't, you know, dismiss the lower end areas or Section 8 homes. I think that's where we're going to see as buy and hold investors amazing, amazing opportunities in the years to come. And lastly, the best way to buy these properties is you do your own marketing. That's what we do. We do our own marketing. We're able to negotiate and, and structure deals the way we want. We're negotiating instruction subject to deals, which means that we're taking the property subject to its current financing at a two, 3% interest rate. And we're getting these great deals on properties where all we got to come to the table is with like 15 grand, maybe 20 grand, whatever the seller needs. And we're getting these hell of a properties, but you only going to get those if you market them for yourself. Cause anybody, any wholesaler that markets to those, they're taking that meat off the bone when they wholesaling it as they should, that's their business, right? So these marketing for your own deals is a great, great way to do this. We generate great deals every single day for us. Now, there is something that we're doing differently, which is we're not keeping them as rentals because a lot of these properties, one of the ones that we just picked up right now, we can be all in it for with repairs and everything for, I think, 105. It rents for 1400, right? Good numbers. But the ARV is 240 on this house. We're leaving way too much equity in this deal. 
And even if we were to refinance and everything, we'll pull maybe a little bit of that equity out and not cash flow all that much. So it's not a great deal for us right now to keep it as cash flowing. We look at it as we have potentially 80, 90 grand of cash flow tied in there that we can pull right now and we can deploy on other properties. But we're in the market. So we're always going to be able to get great deals. This is why we make those decisions, right? This is why generating your deals allows you to make so much more money because then you can pick and choose which properties you want to keep, which properties you want to wholesale, which ones you want to flip. And it, at the end of the day, it's like, how much money do you want to make? Right? So you get to choose great, great deals. So if you're interested in learning more marketing techniques and everything on our YouTube channel, we have a ton of videos on this, or you just reach out, we can go over it. But marketing for your own deals, if you don't have, if you say, John, I don't have the time, I can buy them, but I can't market, partner with people that can market. There's so many wholesalers out there that they need help on the marketing side. They can do the legwork, but they just need maybe funds or they need help with how to analyze these deals. And if you know how to do that, you can fund their marketing and all the deals come to you first and then you split whatever the profit is with them. And then you can keep the best deals for yourself. So there's a lot of ways of going about this and monetizing on this market. But any one of these three strategies, it's gonna still get you rentals right now. There are still people I know every single day that are buying rentals in this market because they're using one of these three strategies. So if you're saying there's no rentals right now, no, there are. There's just no rentals the way you want. But this way, you can find rentals every single day. So again, I hope this video was valuable for you. Please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel and just stay tuned. Every single week, we're dropping more and more videos. If you want me to cover a particular topic or something, just send me that text message or comment below on what you want to uh, hear about and I'll put a training together for it. So thank you all for watching and I'll catch you on the next one.